All right. Hello, film strippers. Welcome to another edition of the Film Strippers Podcast, a podcast where we talk anything and everything movie related. My name is Chris, and as always, I'm joined here with my co-host, Austin Burke. Austin, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I slept in today. was really lazy. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm feeling relaxed and feeling good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, man. I'm suffering from a little bit of food poisoning over the weekend. Fourth of July, had turkey dogs. Never had it. Thought they tasted good. <laughs> The next day, I was just horrible, man. So I wasn't even making any videos. But I'm feeling good now, and you're supposed to be making me feel better now that we're here talking movies. Austin, we got a lot to discuss today. We're going to be talking about all these rumored DC movies. It's crazy how we have a DC event coming. It's a month away now, but there's just every day. It's like a new DC movie is rumored, is announced, and there's some credible sources, some not. So we're going to be talking about all those DC movies that – supposedly are coming out we'll see if we think they're legitimate if they're not along with all the other movie news that's going on not a lot happening but still pretty awesome to see um let's see what we could dive in here first austin before we get into the main topics of the rumored uh dc movies austin is there anything that you'd like to discuss concerning the movie world Austin? i'm uh, I always i always run the ring i'd like to let you have it <laughs> once in a while well, I mean, just uh, since we last spoke, I believe all of the movies that were in July got pushed out of that month yeah. to August, and uh, we're now summer movie-less for the first time in my life, which is crazy. Chris, I was going to ask your thoughts. We didn't do this off-screen, but what are your thoughts on not having a summer movie at all, and are we even going to get crazy. these films in August? Yeah. It's crazy because like uh, movie theaters in Texas opened up for a bit, you know, and then you saw stuff skyrocket and then they closed them back down. But like I really thought when, you know, May, March and this pandemic was hitting hard that we were like, okay, by June, July, we'll be we'll be back to normal. Everything will be good. We'll figure things out. But man, things are only getting worse and people seem to care less now. (laughs) Like People are really over it and don't want to do anything about it. So uh it sucks that we got a whole summer without any movies man we was like i just like this weekend we were supposed to get uh ghostbusters and i was so looking yeah. forward to that ghostbusters movie yeah. and now we're getting it next weekend i mean next year man and so uh, it really sucks that we have a whole summer without any movies it, it feels dead this whole year just feels wasted i just want to get it over with but i'm I'm now like just uncertain if we're even going to get any movies because i'm starting to hear some people say don't expect to even see any movies this year but I, I just, I don't know, man. I really want to see Tenet. You know, it sucks that the release date started getting moved around, but that'll be the movie to really pave the way for the rest of the film. So, I don't know. Well, do you think it, it, we're still going to get movies? Well, especially with what we do, it really stinks because every weekend, you know, we're, we're talking about all the stuff that doesn't drop in the theater that's coming to mm-hmm. streaming and whatnot, but I don't know. At this point, yeah. I don't know. I thought we were pretty set for the end of July and... Now, August is looking maybe more likely if things start to decline, but it's just That's it true. all comes down to what the rates are. I mean, the death rate's going down, but the case mm-hmm. rate's going up, and that's the biggie here, and that's what's preventing us from getting these films. So, I mean, at this point, I'm worried about September. I'm worried about a quiet place, man, uh, and that's not good. That's not good. So maybe we get them, but if we do, towards the end of the year is what I think. Yeah, that, that that's my thing here. I, I I would like to say by August it's all so. said and well, done, but you know who knows whatever happens in August will happen. But uh, other things <laughs> that we got going on now because we gotta we gotta look to the future, Austin. And I know one thing here that'll get you so happy because I just saw this now that I pulled up the movie news. We have Sylvester Ooh. Stallone, the man who <laughs> never stops, <laughs> over here teasing up that he wants to continue the Rambo franchise. We have Sylvester Stallone 
he literally just happened right now and decided to post up and say, I guess he posted a picture of himself, you know, muscular that he is, mm-hmm. and he let us know that he could come back. So Sylvester Stallone is all up for a six Rambo movie. Austin, after that last Rambo film that we got, I am not I am I'm not on board for this. I, I kind of wish they wouldn't even have made that last movie because the Rambo movie before that I thought did a great job of ending the character off. Mm-hmm. A really great action film, but the last one just it felt like a straight to DVD action movie. It, it had no substance, very little heart. I, I, I was not a fan of it, Austin. What do you think about Sylvester Stallone talking about another Rambo movie? Well, honestly, I didn't hate the last Rambo movie. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was good. I would say I, I thought it was mm-hmm. fine for what it was. Not a lot, like you said, not not much of a a plot. <laughs> but it, yeah. the action was entertaining, which was nice. Why would you title it Last Blood if you're making another yeah, movie? That really exactly. bugs me, man. <laughs> it really does. It's like having Avengers Endgame and it not being the endgame for certain characters. Oh, yeah. Somebody had to die in that movie. Last Blood tells me it's the last movie in the franchise. But hey, if it did well uh, and, and Stallone is still physically capable, maybe, <laughs> um, then I'm all for it. But let's get a better script this time around because I, I agree with you, man. I want more. Um, I want more substance in the next film. Yeah, and, and you know, not that this will be the case even if they make the movie, but I don't know if you ever heard about the Rambo movie they didn't end up making that got canceled. That sounds so crazy compared to everything else. Uh, have you heard of this uh, Rambo movie, Austin? I've heard of bits and pieces, but I don't know exactly the all, so, all of the details about it. There, I forget the name of the movie, but it, uh, uh, it was a Rambo movie, and it was going to have Sylvester Stallone fighting basically like a werewolf creature. He was going to go into the forest and it's going to be some mutated werewolf like dog. And that was going to be the movie. It's him versus that animal. And it, it was like so close to getting made. Sylvester Stallone was on board. And then last minute they just decided, no, we're not doing this. And they went with uh, the one before last blood. But I just, I don't know, just the thought of that. Sylvester Stallone versus a werewolf as a Rambo character. Like that's, that's just crazy enough that it might work. But at this point, I don't even know what we would see. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I would pay to see that. I think I would pay to see that. Like you said, this last one did kind of feel like a movie not meant for theaters. That sounds extremely theatrical. Even if it's not Rambo, make him a Rambo esque character and give it a cool <laughs> title. I'd pay to see that, man. I like that yeah, idea. I, I would too. Uh, other movie news we had uh, going on here that we could talk about mm-hmm. is uh, we had here Charlie Theron expressing her frustration. If you don't know, they're making a Mad Max spinoff film entitled. Uh, Furiosa, where it's going to be based off her character that you saw in the latest Mad Max movie, but it's going to be a younger version of her. So I guess it's her growing up in this apocalyptic future. And she's just kind of bummed out that another actress will be playing her character that she set up. Austin, I wanted to get your takeaway on this. Like, do you think Charlize Theron had the right to feel frustrated? Or how do you feel about them making a spinoff film, a character that she made really cool in that movie? And they thought, let's give her a movie, but let's not include her. Well, I love the idea for the film in general. And even though I kind of get both sides, I understand her being upset that she's not coming back because she made this role what it is. Uh, But then again, if you're doing a prequel, I think it's just going to cost a bit too much to de-age her through the entire movie from beginning to end. I get something like The Irishman and bits and pieces, but uh, get a a good young actress. Um, As long as it's faithful to the character that she created, She's going to have a smile on her face, but I understand her being heartbroken, man, because this is 
in my opinion, one of her best performances and one her, one of her coolest performances. So she's oh, yeah. going to be heartbroken for sure. Yeah, it's a, and it also makes me wonder what are they leading up to because I I don't get the point of these prequel movies. Like I like I know where her character ends up. She'll end up at, at this area where she'll yeah. save these damsels yeah. in distress and team up with Mad Max. Like I just don't know what I'm going to get out of a, a prequel of Furiosa mm-hmm. instead of a sequel or a continuation where it's just her solo movie living on in this world. You know, yeah. like I, I felt that way with the Han Solo movie. It's like I know where his character journey ends, yeah. so I'm not that intrigued to see where he started. It, you know, but some people feel differently. Like I, I always felt that way with the Joker movie, but I mean that Joker film turned out great. So we'll have to see how this one turns out. But I'm. I don't know. I'm more looking forward to another Mad Max movie where they team up or, or bringing her back. Yeah. And I trust that. That's my thing is I just, I trust George Miller as a director. I think he's going to, he has to have a good idea for him to want to put this to paper and then to uh, create a, a really cool spinoff, hopefully out of it. So yeah. I think it's going to pay off, but I'm with you, man. I, I would love for Hardy to come back, but I think if Hardy came back, it would have to be, a different story with without Furiosa, yeah. especially with the conflict they had on set. Um, but yeah. to get Charlize back in a Furiosa sequel as a pro, opposed to a prequel, I would be more excited about that. So I hope Miller, man, I just got to, he's getting old. Got to start cranking out these <laughs> yeah, movies. Come on, doing some. His Justice League could have been really interesting, man. I yeah. wish we could have, have seen that happen. I but yeah. Uh, other little small news story that we have here. This is one movie I'm just curious to see how the hell it's going to turn out. We have Chris Hemsworth attached to play Hulk Hogan in the Netflix movie. I guess it's just a biopic of his life, either how he got started into wrestling or his how he got famous or maybe when he did those weird movies where he was a babysitter or whatever. <laughs> um, the interesting thing he mentions here, though, is for this role, he's going to get much more buff than he does for the Thor character. And that's just kind of mind-boggling. Because when you think of Strongest Avenger physically yeah. outside of, you know, the Hulk, because that's a CGI character, you think of the huge muscles on Chris Hemsworth and the fact that he has to get even bigger now for the role of Hulk Hogan. How do you feel about all this, Austin? I think he can do it. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's definitely huge for Thor, but he's also really cut. Uh, with Hulk yeah. Hogan, I don't think he needs to get cut. I think he needs to bulk, like big time bulk. And yeah. he's going to be thick everywhere. But, man, I, I saw this <laughs> casting way back when. I loved it. I love this for Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. I think this is going to be a great role for him. Could see an Oscar nomination in his future if he pays off. I mean, just a lot of great things could come out of this. And imagining him, you know, with the voice and trying to nail that, as long as he gets <laughs> the accent, I'm going to be I on board with this, man. So this is cool. I have no idea how he's going to nail down the voice. Oh, that Hulk that Hulk Hogan, Hogan voice is so distinct. Uh, Grousely, nasally, oh, no. and and you hear him talk even just as Thor because I think his Thor voice is sort of his natural voice, yeah. uh, his Australian accent. And uh, yeah, man, this is going to be it's some movie I can't wait to see. And I also wonder because there was a point a couple years back where Hulk Hogan was facing a lot of controversy, a lot of backlash about you know some yeah. maybe racist comments. And nowadays that's like, oh, if you say anything bad, you're just canceled. So will yeah. that stuff be addressed in the movie or will it come to light? And will it be just canceled flat out? You know, how do you handle controversies like this? Because I also wonder how they're going to do with the Mike Tyson biopic that um, what's his name is attached to Jamie Foxx. You know, that that's one I want to see. And as controversial as it might be someday, I would love to see a real Michael Jackson biopic. But it's like 
how do you handle that story? You know, you, you really either take it one way or the other. You can't gray that film out. But what, how do you think they should handle the controversial stuff? Well, it's tough, especially today. Yeah. You're always having to tiptoe around these kinds of things. But in my opinion, uh, same with the period piece, you have to keep that histori- historically accurate. With a yeah. biopic, you have to try to do the same thing. So if it happened in real life, then if they hit that time period, maybe they need to address in the movie. But again, sometimes these actors or, or these uh, individuals are heavily involved in the movies made about them. So oh, yeah. you're not going to see as much of the controversy if they're involved. But with Hulk Hogan, I would like to see some of that controversy. I'm interested to see yeah. them address it if they come across that time period. So we'll yeah, because it, see. it's the type of controversy that you can grow as a person and, and, and get exactly. over, you know, it didn't exactly yeah. hurt anybody, but we'll, we'll see how they handle that. Uh, other interesting news. I am curious your thoughts on this, Austin. So yeah. we had uh, the Dis insider, which is pretty credible when it comes to um, Disney news. I mean, they got the Hercules story before it became big news and uh, the Rick Moranis being attached to the new honey. I shrunk the kids. So a lot of stuff they get right. So I tend to trust them when it comes to Disney related stuff. And they have here uh update on the Tron movie. Now, Austin, are you a fan of the Tron series? Uh, I wouldn't say a massive fan, but definitely enough of a fan to get excited about this. Yeah, see, I, I'm kind of weird with the Tron movies because, I don't know, I look at those films, especially the newest one, and I, it's it's beautiful, man. It is gorgeous. Yeah. It's a world I want to step into. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a type of movie that I'm surprised, or I don't know yet because I haven't been to Disney World in a long time, and... You know, that's a place that I would think Disney World can make a theme park out of, you know, because had they did it out of the Galaxy's Edge and they're doing one for Marvel. That's such an amazing, beautiful world. But for some reason, when I watched the latest Tron movie, and then again, it was years ago, I only saw it in theaters once and never again. It just didn't draw me into where I'm like, oh, I love I want to be a part of this world. I want to be all in for the story. It, visually, it's amazing. But story wise, it just never got me there. And it also just didn't do well at the box office from what I remember. And it didn't start off the franchise they were hoping for. But it looks like the Tron fans are strong because now they're over here yearning for another movie to be made. Austin, how do you feel about another Tron movie being in development? They say they have Jared Leto attached to star in the (laughs) movie. (laughs) Well, it's a shame, too, because Tron is a franchise that speaks big time epic blockbuster to me. Uh, I just don't think they got there with the last movie. I don't think it was a bad movie. I think there were really good yeah. things to it. Like uh, you have that, oh my goodness, the score, the soundtrack, woo, some of the best I've heard in a long time. Uh, but if they can capture what made the last one interesting and then bring it, you know, a better script, get some better actors on board. Jared Leto is a really good actor. So I think that could improve it. Um, I would be excited about this. It kind of reminds me of John Carter, how, you know, that movie came out could have been huge, could have been a massive blockbuster, didn't quite get there, didn't quite perform, same with Tron, but if they bring it back and they do it right, uh, this could bring in a lot of money, it's just marketing, man, you gotta market this film right. Yeah, you gotta market it right, and I just, I don't know what they would do with it, because like, they they make it clear here in this article that it would be a sequel, so it'll be a third movie, and still in continuation with the one that, I don't even know what year it was made, but it was really long time ago, Yeah, I hate to say it, but I feel like this is one of those franchises you just need a reboot, you need to start over. You need a clean slate. There's a big generational gap between each movie that you can't expect them to keep coming back. You know, a lot of the people who probably saw the first movie when they first came out, nowhere near interested to see this next. <laughs> and you already have Jared Leto, so it's not even the – Jared Leto, was he in the last movie? He wasn't at all, was he, Austin? I don't think he was. I don't think so. Yeah, so it's like you're st- you have a brand-new character – 
You give us a story. You could lay little Easter eggs and tidbits from the previous movies, but I say uh, start it over, man. But this this has the potential I always see to be really huge. I think Tron is a property that should be really huge, but it just never landed its mark, you know? Yeah. So we'll, ha we'll have to see if that turns out well for them or not. But I, I, agree. I don't know. Do you think it's a, it'll actually get made? I, you say reboot. That gets me a lot more <laughs> excited. Seriously, that gets me so much yeah. more excited. I, I think Disney needs to just rethink what they're doing. Do not make this a sequel. And I hate to say yeah, that, yeah. but you will get fans so much more on board. And again, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Pirates franchise. Yep. I think they're doing the right thing in rebooting that because it's just kind of lost its flavor over the last couple of movies. So do the same with Tron. But I don't know if Disney's willing to pull the to pull the punch on that. I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see. I get you. I get you. But jumping from there, we're going to jump to one of the main topics we wanted to discuss here is you guys might have heard there is all these rumors and reports going around for these DC movies that are up and coming. So we have DC fandom, which is going to be the virtual event that will be coming up on August 22nd, I believe, where we'll get our finally confirmation on the full future of what's going on with the DC universe. They, there's even two secret movies that they have in development that we found out there's a uh, if you go to their website, you can ask questions that they'll probably answer. And they have two secret projects right there. They have it listed as secret movie one, secret movie two. And it's like, what could that be, man? Wow. But ever since then, it's just been a nonstop frenzy of uh, these movies being out. So we're going to go one by one and try to see if we think that they're real, they're actually happening, or they're just bogus. We're going to start off here, Austin. With uh, the one I think is probably real, but we'll mm. see. Uh, we have Keanu Reeves returning as Constantine in a new HBO Max movie for J.J. Abrams. Now, if you don't know the character of Constantine, I'm not even that familiar with him. Austin, you might be a little more familiar with him, but always deals with uh, with evil entity spirits. I always thought of it as a ghostwriter without the flaming head of the DC universe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, supposedly there's talks that they want to have a solo movie of Constantine so that they can introduce Justice League Dark and then set up this big Justice League Dark movie. Austin, what do you think about this news specifically with the Constantine, and do you believe it? I, it's hard to say I believe oh, yeah, it. I, I more so believe this than some of the other rumors, I'll say that. Now, yeah. Keanu Reeves is interesting because I. Yeah. that's a tough one. But that with is. his resurgence as of late over the last couple of years and just knowing that he could draw in people much more now than he could when 2005, I believe, was the original yeah. with him. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I might I may actually say this. This is possible uh, with Keanu Reeves and JJ signing on to Warner Brothers. Something's mm -hmm. happening with DC. Something yeah. I, you can bank on that. So if this is one of the projects, I'd be on board. Uh, but Keanu Reeves, man, that's the toughie for me. <laughs> now, I, I don't, I don't want to get too controversial or anything here, Austin. But I, I feel the need to bring it up, though. Okay. So, J.J. Abrams, you can agree, good filmmaker. You like oh, what yeah. he does, and if he's attached to the DC universe, you'd be all up for it, right? Because I, yes. I would be on that boat too. Hundred percent. But in the back of my mind, I still get little sour notes of what happened with the rise of Skywalker. I just like that movie did sour me a bit. I it's the first Star Wars movie where I actually understand the pain and frustration that some of the fans yell out. You know what I mean? It, 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 I like some elements of it, but in the end, I was like, man, JJ, like I, I really expected a little more. And him being attached to now the DC universe, 
I'm kind of worried of where he'll take that. Do you have any of that worrying, or do you think uh, there's just Lucasfilm or Disney just telling him to fix as much as he could of of the series in one film, or what do you think? Yeah, I don't uh, I don't blame JJ as much for that. I think a lot of that was, and you rarely get this with Disney or Lucasfilm, one of the two. I think yeah. a lot of that was them taking the massive just. Uh, chunk of fan complaints from the last jedi and yeah. saying hey jj you just put all of that <laughs> in your script you're giving you're giving chewy metal you're doing all this stuff at the end of the movie okay yeah so basically I, I think it's horrible to say but i think a lot of that is is the studio's fault and jj you know still bringing that that visual flavor that he gives still mm-hmm. you know directing the movie super well it's just a convoluted film as a whole uh, but I think his talents could be much more suited. Now, I want to see him Man of Steel. That's what I want to see. I want to see a sequel yeah. for Man of Steel directed by J.J. Abrams. I don't think it's going to happen. But in terms of him producing all of these things and bringing on a good – you saw um, – gosh, what was the movie? The the zombie, the Nazi zombie movie that came out last year. I can't even remember the name of oh, it right Nazi now. Zombie. So he produced that film, uh-huh. Overlord. He oh, Overlord. Yes, yes, yeah, I am. man. And he brought in a good director. I think maybe a first-time director directed the heck out of that movie. Do the same with Constantine. I'm on board with this, man. I think JJ could kill it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so, too. I just – I would hope that they trust him and they let him and they plan it out because when the studio gets involved, I Agreed. think that's when we see the real frustrations. But, yeah, it really does feel like he's cooking up. But the other thing is like that report mentioned with the Constantine – it'll be an HBO max thing. So are they small timing JJ and keeping him to just build their uh, HBO series, uh, HBO platform, or are they going to, you know, let him take reins over the big DC movies as well. That's, that's what I wonder. Cause another film that was rumored here. So before we move to it, Constantine, do you think it's actually happening or no? I'm going to say yes, but I don't know if it'll be with Keanu. That's exactly where I'm at. Yes. Keanu's a, A toss-up, but I'd love to see it. Yeah. All right. So that moves us now to a movie I would love, love to see. Zatanna here is also being rumored uh, to get a movie. And if you don't know much of Zatanna, she's basically a lot of magical powers, is always in a really great outfit, dressed like a typical magician. And she's one of the interesting characters because she's someone who can stump a Superman. If you don't know too much about Superman – his weaknesses, kryptonite and magic. That's basically the two ways you get to Superman. And so Satana has always been able to get at him in that level. And a movie about her would be fascinating. Now, these rumors started coming up with the Constantine thing because they're saying they're trying to do sort of like a Defenders or Daredevil situation where they're going to give each one of the members of the Justice League Dark their own movie. And then they're going to all team up in a together film for HBO Max. Cool. I, I love Zatanna as a character. I just don't see her being as mainstream enough to get her own movie. Austin, what do you think? It's a tough sell. I, I was mentioning a lot of this stuff to my wife, and she's like, who? And I think <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of, of people our, don't know who Zatanna is. A lot of people don't know, man. I mean, hardcore fans of the animated universe, she's a big present there. Obviously, yeah, the comic books and, and Justice League Dark, but mainstream, I and mean, this is a tough sell. It's going to be – now, I love the character. I think she'd be great, um, but um, to have her own movie – I don't know, DC. This this one's going to be hard. Yeah, that, that one's going to be hard. It's also, I just, also, why HBO Max? I, I get trying to build up that platform and trying yeah. uh, to expand it out, but my mind also goes to, if you do this right, this could be a character like 
Shazam, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. I, I could see that character flaw. It could be real happy-go-lucky. Not everything in the DC universe needs to be dark. This is a character that could be a lot of fun and leads to a lot of great visuals. You know, and yeah. you can team her up in later films. But for now, I, I do think the Zatanna rumors are not true. That's where I'm going to go with. Hey, Austin, you agreeing? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go I'm with gonna... them. It's kind of hard to say because if you like, if they are doing Constantine, well, why wouldn't they do Zatanna? But then it's like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say I don't think it's a good idea, but I think they're true. I think DC is genuinely trying. And with the HBO Max thing, I feel like they're just taking the the Marvel Disney Plus formula. Like, hey, they're doing this in both, uh, you know, the movie space and, and the streaming space, yeah. and they're going to combine their worlds and. DC with five different worlds happening right now. Who knows? Maybe they could do that in the future, but they're definitely taking note from uh, from Marvel on Disney Plus, which I think is yeah, <laughs> is, is good good idea, I guess. Well, yeah, it's cool. I mean, yeah, you you think if, if Disney can have you know a Hawkeye series, a WandaVision series, a Loki series, well, why couldn't they do the same and then make give them their own big movies? Yeah, but great idea, yeah. I don't know. So the next one here uh, that we have, it's, I guess we still have to consider a rumor since it hasn't been confirmed, but. I think this one is is pretty much as factual as they come is Michael Keaton returning as Batman for the flash. Now we're all expecting that announcement come to the DC fandom. I'm sure when Andy Muschietti or Ezra Miller's the flash are talking, there's going to be a moment where that zoom call pops up and you see old man Keaton right there and (laughs) fans are going to go. I know I'll go crazy. One of the main reasons I believe this is because this is one of the rumors or the stories that got picked up by all the news sites, you know, the Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, all the big ones that don't like to, you know, just shill out fake stories out here like some of the other reports that we've gotten. I see this happening. The only way I don't see it happening is just because the com- the deal didn't go through. The conversations didn't go through. The plan didn't go through. Then it's like, what happens then? What do they plan after that? So I do believe this will happen and it will get announced at the DC fandom. What do you think, Austin? Well, someone brought up in my comment section the other day. They were like, yeah, you, you pitched this. I did. I talked about it last year in a video. <laughs> I said, man, they should did get you? my for Batman beyond. That'd be a cool <laughs> idea. And sure enough. So for my, for my sake, I hope it comes true, man. I just, I read that on screen right there. I still can't believe this is true. Yeah, I know. It, it, it would be so amazing. It would, man. And, this is an answer to because every fan's always like, oh, we need a live action Spider-Verse movie. We need yeah. the, all the Batman to return. And, and DC said, Warner Brothers said, hey, let's just go get freaking back. <laughs> so that's what they did. I think this is 100% true. If Keaton signs on, now if he doesn't sign on, yeah, maybe Christian Bale? I don't know. Maybe they'll try to That's out. what they were, they were saying, but I, I just don't know, you know, because uh, I think Keaton is the way they go with it, but then it's also like, what do they have planned, you know? Because yeah, yeah. Keaton kind of returning would confirm other stories that we're hearing. Because, like, oh, yeah. we can both agree that the Keaton story is most likely true, and we'll get that announcement. If we don't get that announcement, come, um, how do I say, the DC fandom, it's going to be a real sad day. It's going to be like, well, it's <sighs> not happening then. But I feel like if Keaton returns, that basically solidifies a Batman Beyond movie, which is the next rumor we have here is that it's going to lead into a batman beyond film <sighs> i want one also i really want a batman beyond film yeah. but then in my mind i'm just like dang warner brothers that's three batman characters you will have simultaneously going on at the same time you'll have the robert pattinson batman you have michael keaton as batman and you'll set up terry mcginnis batman that's just a lot to set up all in the time frame of five four years what do you think austin like 
that's the only thing that brings if Robert Pattinson's Batman wasn't a thing, I feel like I could see Batman Beyond happening. But like in some reports have said, Warner Brothers sees Robert Pattinson as the future. He's their Batman. They're gonna do several movies there, which I love and I'm happy with that. But I think it's because of that that we won't see a Batman Beyond movie until that series ends. It'll be a while, which again, Keaton, I mean we can allow him to get a bit older because in the Batman Beyond yeah. series, Bruce Wayne is very old. I mean, he is oh, yeah. probably still maybe getting the suit, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh yeah, um, fake of course with stunt double. But yeah. um, <laughs> give it ten years, and I think he'll be to the point. It's like, all right, I'm gonna uh, figuratively and literally pass the mantle. So I'm okay with waiting. Uh, in terms of having multiple Batman, I mean, I've talked to friends who I, I've talked to about this, my Keaton news, and they're just like, it's too many at once. It is. <laughs> and, and it is. It is a lot. But as a comic book reader, I'm used to reading so many different interpretations and incarnations of characters at one time. It doesn't bother me. I, I would rather see more Batman than less Batman, to be honest yeah. with you. But for the general audience, it, it is very much an oversaturation. So I just hope Warner Brothers uh, balances it out, doesn't give us three Batman movies in a year. <laughs> I know next year we're getting two Batman on screen, which is fine. Oh, yeah. One's on HBO Max. Um, but let's just little bit of a balance and don't go overboard and i think it'll be okay and i hope we end up getting this and if michael keaton doesn't sign on i mean we've heard christian bale in interviews this was years ago he's like i wasn't done with batman uh, christopher <laughs> nolan was done with batman and i just yeah. so happened to be you know under his regime i think he'd be open to come back if keaton doesn't sign on if for any reason so we'll just have to see in my mind i would have said die i think i think seriously and to just keep jumping back to a man dressed as a bat, it's like it's not his forge, but then you hear talks that he's going to the Marvel Universe to play a villain there. And it's like <laughs> maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he he's doesn't. like he takes his work seriously, but he also likes to have fun every now and then. So, yeah, it, it, it would be great to see him come back. But I just I would like to, to be spaced out. I would like to get the three Robert Pattinson movies. He maybe takes a, a bit of a break and then we jump to a Batman Beyond series for a little bit and something like that. I, I just don't think you can saturate it that much because, I mean, you also got to take in fact, we're going to get a newer version of Ben Affleck Batman in that Justice League movie. So, I mean, that's, that's just so many Batmans to take in. It's great, but it's, you know. Well, how do you feel about the rumors that Ben Affleck is not done? We can as Batman? we can jump into that. Okay. okay. So that, that that's a big topic. I definitely want to hear your guys right now who are watching live about your opinions about the Ben Affleck returning, if you believe that at all. I don't believe them. I, I really don't believe he's returning at all. And that's not even me being a, a Ben Affleck hater or anything like that. I really dug his Batman. There, there's just a certain aspects that I didn't like, you know, the, the whole branding or the using a gun, the, the stuff like that. But in the context of the Zack Snyder universe, I can see where some of that stuff worked. And I would have loved to have seen Ben direct his own movie because I think that would have been awesome. But there's multiple interviews you can find where Ben Affleck's like, I'm done. It was an unhealthy time for me. I just lost my passion. Someone who yeah. is passionate about this character should have it. And I, I, I think that's it. He's not a guy to like just say psych or go back on his word. And I think Warner Brothers threw as much money as they could at him to keep him because they, they don't like recasting. I think they hate that. I think they, have, they hate every time they have to reboot it. So they want to keep keep him in so i think when dc fandom rolls around i don't think it's going to be an announcement that ben is back do you austin i am um 
I'm about 60 40 on Henry Cavill. Wow, okay, cool. Returning is that Henry Cavill returning as oh, Henry Cavill. Henry, <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, right? <laughs> I am zero percent on Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. I, I, th- I think there's no way he comes back. And this this doesn't even have to do with him as the character, yeah. this has to do with his personal life yeah. and everything. And that was a bad time in his life. And yeah, let's not guy. forget, this guy was being bashed as Batman, yeah. okay? And I know it's... there's a lot of love, and it seems that anytime an actor is done with the characters really bugs me that the entire time they're under scrutiny, as soon as they're done or as soon as the studio says no more, then fans are like, but we loved him. But we loved <laughs> right. him Batman. And poor Ben Affleck's like, I got bashed yeah. for four years of my life. You, you now you love me that I'm done with the character, and if I was him, I'd say heck no, I'm not coming back to that character. Yeah. But I think he's doing it the right way and saying, listen, I want someone who's more passionate, who has more time, and who is not going through the things that I'm going through. I love him; he's a great talent. Don't ever see him back as Batman, um, mostly because of his personal life. Yeah, uh, same here. But I mean, look in the like I'm with you, Austin. Zero percent chance, but on the one percent chance, it actually does happen. I'd love it, but I'll thinking log- thinking He's logically right. to it, like you have Michael Keaton and Tox come back, you have your Robert Pattinson Batman movie. What benefit do you have to finally bringing Ben Affleck back? And some people are saying, "Oh, he's going to get his own HBO series." It's like yeah. you don't bring Ben Affleck back to put him on HBO Max. Yeah. You know that that, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like, like I know we talked about the Marvel universe and putting like an actor like Loki, Tom Hiddleston on Disney Plus, but that's like. That's a whole like that's a decade of getting that character and then yeah. earning that show. You don't just toss them aside that way. So I would love it, but I I don't believe the Ben Affleck rumors. And we could lead into this to see what we're they're doing. So now we also got mm-hmm. reports that Warner Brothers is set to reboot Justice League. And I think logically speaking, of course, Warner Brothers wants to make another Justice League movie. Yeah. They want that Avengers money. They want that Avengers fandom, but they epically failed when it came to making their own Justice League, unfortunately. Not having to do any fault with Zack Snyder or anything. I think a lot of that was with the way the studio handled you know, wanting to make that film and forcing a director's vision on another one. So I do believe that we'll get a Justice League reboot but I don't know if I believe this report specifically, Austin. Oh man, there's another toughie. Uh, <laughs> another I, toughie. I said this. I made a video yesterday. Yeah. I don't think I believe it. I don't think I believe it. But logically, it makes a lot of sense, especially if yeah. this is just development, right? This is saying, you know, Marvel was developing uh, Infinity War Part One and Two originally for years and years before oh, yeah. it even started shooting. You know, if we get a Justice League reboot eight years down the road, it'll make a lot of sense. But for them to plan a Justice League rebirth film now, in the midst of their Matt Reeves trilogy, in the midst of you know trying to revamp these individual characters, after saying that's going to be their focus. Okay, yeah. and maybe this could have spawned from the Snyder Cut love, sure. But then again, why, why don't you just continue with the Snyder stuff? Like, yeah. make a sequel to that. That would make more sense than doing a rebirth film. I think this is a great idea, especially if Abrams is involved, say, as a producer. And it'd be cool, kind of like what George Miller was doing, just to get a standalone, you know, pilot of the animated series when they all come together. Okay, Flash is from here. Superman's from Metropolis. He's from this and that. I think that's a good idea, but I think it's too early. I think it's too yeah. early. 
I, I think I think so as well. And we have to set up where we're going with this. You know, <gasps> excuse me. They're saying that um the Flash movie is going to be the big setup. You know, to reset the universe, get it right, because that's dealing with the Flashpoint story, time travel, yeah. and all that. I think after the Flash movie comes out, we'll have a much better understanding of where they're going with all this. Because I hate to say it, but I think if you have a new Batman, and we're still iffy on whether he's in the DCU or not, like it's it's yeah. so in the middle. Supposedly, if Michael Keaton comes back, then he's the Batman of their Justice League universe, and Robert yeah. Pattinson will just stay on his own. Which, all right, but. I kind of would love to see, you know, a young Batman, Me too. you know, be involved in all that, but whatever. I think if you do restart Justice League, I, I think you restart with everybody, and and, yeah. and that includes uh, Henry Cavill, unfortunately. But I, I would love it if he gets uh, announced to come back at the DC fandom. <laughs> Dude. I, what do you okay, think so, the secret movies are? Uh, the, the Superman thing's too early. I don't know. The Superman thing's too early. I think one has to do with possibly, and we know this is coming eventually, uh, Shazam and Black Adam crossover. I think maybe that's it's what just, it is. I think they're not really secret yeah. movies. I feel like they're movies we know they're just not listed there for some reason. Because yeah. Black Adam wasn't listed in there, and that's a movie we know they have coming up. So there it's we not go. really a secret movie. Yeah, I don't think there's anything like this rebirth. I don't even know if we'll – now, I would love to see, and I said this yesterday, I would love to see all of this come to fruition. And the ideal situation for me is so – in the animated world recently, this new – the 15 movies that we just got over the last few years, uh, Flashpoint was actually used to start a new universe. Yeah. Now, in the movie space, they're doing Flashpoint. Yeah. Could Ezra Miller's Flashpoint start a new universe over here with Ezra Miller and, say, Robert Pattinson and still have over here – Wonder Woman, Aquaman on their own adventures with the different Wonder Woman and Aquaman over here. Now that would be confusing. Be awesome. It would. That's exactly what happened in the animated world, man. <laughs> Verbatim. So who knows? DC, it, I feel like they're willing to try a lot of things right now. So maybe they're just going to blow us away and do a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, I agree with you, Austin. And I saw someone uh, tweet something like that. I'm like, if fans online are debating on how this new universe is going to go, how are general audiences going to take it? And, and that is the real question because I think when general <laughs> yeah. audiences are confused or they don't understand what movies to watch, it's just like I don't even want to bother, you know? And even worse with the pandemic and how that's going on, it's yeah. – uh, so I hope they, they make it real clear. Uh, I can't wait for the event to find out uh, what else will go on. Let me see if we got any questions here uh, from you guys watching. Let's see we have – Let's see, Cam Ben saying all these different DC units are starting to confuse me. Exactly. That's what we're talking about right here. So many people just getting confused now. <laughs> and that's what I wonder how they'll they'll understand it or explain it. Are they gonna go more the route of just focusing on solo movies mm. or keeping these universes together? I I don't know. And and will Wonder Woman, the movie that we have coming out hopefully this year, will that will that address any of that, you know, in that movie or because we even had Patty Jenkins say, well, it's not really a sequel. It's kind of a new movie. So it's like, how, how is that all working? <laughs> I think DC has a plan. I, I think the confidence to have an event shows me yeah. that they have a plan. But plans are always changing. And I'd like to see some concrete, okay, here's our schedule for the next five, ten years. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I don't know, man. I just I, I can't wait for this event. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, we have. Oh, sorry. We have here. 
Ah, I lost it. Uh, Karen Lane said, I'm sure DC fandom will answer a lot of, uh, of people's questions. Yeah. I, I think so. If you could only get one question answered or – no, I'll scratch it. If you could only get one thing for sure, you pick, it's confirmed, it happens, because you said it, Austin, what would that be? What would be the thing that you would want? I want a, I want a sequel to Man of Steel. That's sequel what I want. Man, that would be your thing? That's my thing. That's my <sighs> thing. That's a good one. But I, I would rather – the confirmation of Michael Keaton in the universe leading to a Batman yeah. Beyond. That would be my, yeah. I don't know. That's just uh, that's the thing I, w- I, w- I would want here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have Jake Mason says, I haven't been up to date with all the news. Is the Flash movie actually confirmed? So funny enough, because he, he brings up a good point. The Flash movie is happening. It's a for sure thing. They have a director yeah. attached. They have a year they want it to come out. But it has been up in the air. Is it actually Flashpoint? You know, that's what we've been hearing all along with Michael Keaton that reiterates it even more. But I say yes, but it's going to be a very different version of Flashpoint than we're used to. It's not going to be so much time travel. I think it's going to be more dimension traveling. I don't think the Flash is really like instead of maybe going back in time and saving his mom, he'll travel to a time to a universe where his mom never died. Mm-hmm. And he'll see what that world looks like. And then, you know, we'll, he'll, he's running and we can see the different universes that exist. We'll maybe even see Robert Pattinson or something. Uh, what do you think, Austin? How do you think they explain that? Yeah, I think it's going to be much more uh, Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange film, kind of where I think that's headed for the MCU. Yeah. I think this is going to be, instead of back and forth through time, we're going to be going through different multiverses, which means we could see anybody in both of those films, by the yeah. way. And aren't they both, when is Flash, they're, they're saying it's going to come out, aren't they both coming out the same 22. year? Okay, uh, when does Doctor Chloe. Strange come out? Doctor Strange, uh, I believe that one's also 2022, so oh, that, so, that's going to be a year of <laughs> multiverse year. movies. And uh, if these Sam Raimi, oh, should he bring back Tobey Maguire rumors? Oh, that that awesome. But dude, yeah. if, if we're getting Michael Keaton and Toby in the same year, I think That's I'm just cool. going to explode. I'll probably just <laughs> internally combust. So I, I think, <laughs> you know what? Like this is what healthy competition is. If DC can pull off Michael Keaton jumping universes and tying in films, <laughs> yeah. I don't see why Marvel wouldn't look at that and go, <laughs> all right, get Toby on the phone. They made it work. We can do it too. Like yeah. I, I, it's just that's good healthy competition right there we have here an unrelated question oh andres estrada says have you heard about the family guy movie or any news on it now, i didn't know there was a family guy movie coming up austin do you know anything about it well i know Mc, mcfarlane i think he was talking about it and and fox maybe put a date down originally but i think that may have been changed to to be announced i know they're working on one i just don't know okay, when they are we're gonna see it, yeah. Because I knew there was a. Because I think another person was also yeah. asking about a Bob's Burgers movie, and I know that is happening. I think it's already done, and it was like actually supposed to come out this year too. But you know, with the yeah. pandemic, it, everything got moved to next year. But okay, so we're getting a Family Guy movie. So is this going to yeah. be animated or is it going to be live action? Yeah, I think it's. I think in the in the vein of what they did for Simpsons, and maybe even oh. SpongeBob esque, have a, a kind of random plot and bring in all the characters and such. But I, I awesome. I'm excited for it. I love Family Guy for what it yeah, is. Yeah, I do too. Know? I haven't kept up with it recently, but I do like Same. this show. I gotta, I got I gotta go back to it. But yeah, it, it's still happening. It's just you also have to remember, along with all the movies we didn't get this year, think of all the movie announcements we didn't get this year. Because so many board meetings, conversations, deals, contracts all did not happen at all 
because people were forced to stay at home and not work on anything, you know, like I'm sure we were supposed to get an announcement for so many other great things that didn't come to fruition, you know? Yeah. Like it's one that I was, one that I was happy we talked about, and I don't even think we talked about it on film strippers yet is uh, they're working on the teenage mutant Ninja turtles movie. Austin, yes. what are your thoughts on that? Let me pull up that story. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Especially the the names involved with it. I I like uh, <laughs> I like keeping this in the animated space because honestly, it's just not really worked out in live action. So you you get uh, a new <sighs> incarnation, new new yeah. voices. I'm excited for it. And Seth Rogen's yeah. a good name to have. I'm gonna regret saying this because it'll be okay. on record. But <laughs> okay, so uh, my girlfriend she had never seen the '90s Ninja Turtles movies, you know. And I grew yeah. up on those movies. I love those movies. The you know. And, you know, I have the little figures up there. And so as soon as I found that out, we have HBO Max and the turtle movies are on there. So I was like, all right, we're watching them. And I'm thinking now she's going to love them as much as I did. They don't hold up, do they? They don't hold up. (laughs) (laughs) They do not hold up. And I hate that, man. Because I remember I was going to do a video on my channel where I was going to talk about movies I can't believe have bad scores on Rotten Tomatoes, something like that. And one of those movies is the first, well, the both them, the first two Ninja Turtle movies. And I was like, oh, how could, how could you not like those movies? Those are fun. Those are entertaining. They even do actual martial arts. They got guys in costumes. They're funny. They're good. And I saw them back to back and I was like, they're not that good. Oh, dude. It it was kind of heartbreaking, man. Cause I was like, I, I held these movies in such high regard and I was talking them up to my girlfriend and she was like, it was okay. Like she was trying to be so nice because she knew Uh-oh. she would hurt my feelings. If I... <laughs> oh, that's see, that's the. Reason Have you seen I... them since since you were a kid? The nineties movies. No, it, fifteen was a lot, and I remember fifteen because it was near my birthday. Okay. I would watch them growing up on VHS at my grandma's house, and they were only there, so it was only when we visited my grandma. So I watched yeah. them like every year, and I'm really afraid to go back because I see little tidbits and scenes on YouTube that I revisit. And I'm just like, oh. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so we'll just have to see. Oh man, I'm scared now, though. You scared I me, Chris. <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe it, man. And I'm like, man, now I gotta. Maybe I'll have the reverse effect if I go back and watch the wow. Michael Bay movies. Maybe I'll like them. <laughs> but I I remember being so angry with the first Michael Bay. Well, I know that he didn't direct them, but he produced them yeah. with the first one because it was like yeah. they they put such a focus on April O'Neil, which. Uh, it's not bad but it's not the reason i went to see the movies i went for the turtles to be the main characters and the turtles learn karate from a book like they that like i still can't believe they did that like i and i found this book and i taught them martial arts and i'm like no you don't learn book oh dude and the sequel was so i couldn't i almost walked out of the sequel and not just because it's the worst thing i've ever seen it's because i was just so offended that this is what we're getting for TMN freaking T, dude. Like the best yeah. IP. It was a disappointment. Yeah, it's it such really a great was. IP. And so uh, I'm really excited to see. Now they have Seth Rogen here attached and and his uh, his company with Evan Goldberg. Now, when I brought this up on my channel, Austin, I thought people were going to be pumped. I thought people were going to be psyched. But yeah. I found out a lot of people do not like Seth Rogen. A lot of people are not mm. big fans of this man. And I, I wow. couldn't think of why. And a lot of people were pointing to Green Hornet. They were like, oh, he's going to mess it up like Green Hornet. He's going to ruin it like Green Hornet. And I'm like, did he produce Green Hornet? I don't think he did. But <laughs> even even if he did, that that was one of his first ventures into the comic book universe. But since yeah. then, he's done Preacher and The Boys, yeah. which I think are pretty universally loved. And it's that same team 
who's going to be working on this, another property based off comic books. And if anything, it kind of spells to me that they will go maybe a little mature with it. I'm not talking like immature where they'll do, you know, crude humor, but I think they'll bring up some of those dark tones that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is known to have. That's what I'm mostly excited for. Do you think Seth Rogen will actually voice a turtle or have any sort of voice acting in the movie? No, maybe a, a tiny role, but I think what people what it is is people hear Seth Rogen and they think, oh, he's going to be Leonardo. And no, no, if you just say <laughs> the team behind Preacher and the Boys, people are going to get psyched oh, out yeah. of their minds. So I, I think the name is why people are pointing that out. And that darkness, man, I'm scared that they're not going to do it, but I hope they just say Seth Rogen. Yeah take it and do whatever you want to it. I just want to do it. Yeah. I just be afraid because it's still owned by Nickelodeon. You know, it's still your, when this movie plays, it'll have Nickelodeon front and center right before Uh, in the credits. So that, that kind of holds it back for me. But the other thing is, Oh, you're right. Well, was yeah, it mature? Well, they, yeah, I guess they did have some funny. They had a, mature. <laughs> a I didn't like mature. Dora, but but Dora I didn't like it either. Oh, surprise! People liked it, man. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, people love Dora. What was this? What was this? Dude, I was so surprised. Got, me and you got I, destroyed for not liking them. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'm the asshole who didn't like Dora, and it got an 84. <laughs> percent I was, I was blown away because I saw wow. that movie and I, I found some laughs and I found some enjoyment but in the end day i was like this is bad i didn't like it and then it came out and i was like 84 (laughs) oh man i can't i'm just yeah yeah no but either way i'm really excited for teenage mutant turtles sorry we got it off on a tangent here guys let me see well what other questions you guys are asking if you're still here uh we have here someone says uh, Kid Critic says the '90s TMNT was uh, movie was so dated, but I love every minute of it, man. I was just so Harper. I couldn't believe yeah. it, man. Yeah. I when I opened my eyes, that have you had that happen to a movie recently, Austin, where you go back and watch and you're like, "Yep, it's the, oh, it's yeah. a little dated. It's not the way I remember it." The most recent one is I grew up loving Will Smith's iRobot, and oh, uh, that uh, one I doesn't love- hold up. Oh, dude, I don't think it does. We got halfway through it, and <laughs> oh. I, I was still enjoying myself, oh, okay? But my wife was like, why did you recommend this film? And I'm sitting there like, eh, eh I don't really? know. Yeah, I, I remember liking it. it as a kid also, and I remember Loved a it. demand for a second movie and everything, and I, mm-hmm. I remember thinking it was pretty cool. Really, it doesn't hold up at all. Yeah, but, I, what- I still like it, but it's it feels so early 2000s, not just the CG, like, everything every aspect of the movie the dialogue the way the camera moves like the silly little yeah that's crazy yeah Yeah. i hope i am legend still holds up i feel like that one still holds up (laughs) i love that movie man oh we saw um i don't know if you saw the report not nothing official but charlie starone uh was talking about she'd be willing to do another hancock movie the movie where will smith plays uh a superhero and yeah. I'm like, in a world where superhero movies are like the biggest thing, why not do a sequel, man? And you have great cast members who are big stars now. Not only Will Smith, but Charlie Theron is a pretty nice yeah. name. You have Jason Bateman who was in those yeah. movies. He's a pretty big name. You could have a lot of fun and M. Night Shyamalan it with his split movie and play tropes on. I'm Dude. like, why haven't they done a Hancock 2? I really enjoyed the first Hancock. I, I know it's... Yeah. It- it probably falls off at the end, and I understand that. But no, in terms I, of what it gave us, I enjoyed it. Speaking of movies that hold up, that was one we saw, like, I think it was a month or two ago. Okay. Because uh, 
you know, it's like, you know, you hear sometimes your girlfriend will say, oh, I haven't seen this. And you're like, oh, we, we have to see that. And she said she hadn't seen Hancock. And so I was like, okay, oh, I'm liking it. And we watched it. It was fun, entertaining. I'm like, it holds up just fine. Very nice. Very nice. That's good to hear, man. Because like I said, uh, some of these movies, you go back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not good, man. Like, I and I'm I'm the kid that grew up like zero to ten, loving Batman and Robin, and then I watched it again about five years later, and it is one of my least favorite movies of all time. So you have to yeah. rewatch these films because nostalgia can blind you sometimes. Oh yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I, I felt bad. As we have here saying, uh, do you guys think Warner Brothers should do a Tom and Jerry Scooby Doo crossover film for the big screen? I would be Ooh. excited. Yeah, that would that would be really cool to happen. I'm still wondering what's going on with the Tom and Jerry movie. You know, we were supposed to get that this year, but I think they moved it to February now of next year. Um, with what just happened with the recent Scoob movie, we're not seeing Scooby Doo for a while on the big screen. I, I remember seeing a report. I, I have to find it if um, that Scoob did not do as well as they hoped. Warner Brothers mm. did. We're not happy with uh, the turnout that they got, and that's why I kind of went to HBO Max and. That kind of made me mad because I'm one of the idiots who paid the 20 bucks to own it because, you know, uh, when the movie yeah. came out I and did, then it yeah. just on HBO Max for free. Yeah. Um, or, or, or do you think I'm wrong? Do you think they, they will make another Scoob movie? What do you think? I don't think they will, unfortunately. And it, and I think part of it is fans heard that it wasn't just a Scooby-Doo movie. It was an everything, uh, yeah. <laughs> every character you can imagine shoehorned in there. I don't <laughs> know why they called it Scoob. I don't. And. I enjoyed elements of Scoob for sure. Like that shaggy Scooby relationship was so just classic and beautiful. Yeah. But then you throw in all these other characters and it takes away from the fact that it's a Scooby-Doo movie, man. So uh, it's unfortunate. It really yeah. is because they had a great voice cast. And uh, some people did like it. Like we have a person here who says, Caleb Richard says, I, I don't get that. Scoob was pretty great. I love the movie. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that if you enjoyed it, I... Yeah. I enjoyed up until we we met Blue Falcon, mm. up until that yeah. point, or until Simon Cow showed up at a table. That's when I <laughs> I stopped enjoying Scoob. Simon I just, Girl. yeah, I just felt like it was all Ooh. over the place. And and, and when I think Scooby Doo, I do think of a mystery movie. I want them to solve a little crime or anything. I I would have loved if the whole movie was them as kids and they went a whole pup named Scooby-Doo situation with it because that was my favorite part of the movie when they recreated the Scooby-Doo intro yeah. and, they, and they were kids running around solving mysteries. But I think Scooby being tied to an ancient creature and yes. mummies and Scooby and Shaggy having to sacrifice himself. And I still remember laughing so hard when <laughs> Shaggy pops up from the dead. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I Listen, I, I Scooby-Doo in general is just – so great and it's 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 unfortunate that this movie didn't do well because it does seem i'm with you it does seem like we're not going to get scooby-doo for a long long time and that is really unfortunate man because i would even go for another live action incarnation interpretation just do it a little bit differently yeah. maybe a bit darker but um it just didn't do very well and it stinks yeah it does stink uh see this might take some thinking austin but i'll ask it anyways uh, Drew Ashara says, Aww. thanks for asking, an amazing performance in a terrible movie and an awful performance in an amazing movie. So that's going to take a little bit of thinking. Okay, uh, I'll say this. Okay. And, and I, might, I might not agree with it, but I I go with it. And I, you might agree with me or not, Austin. But okay. I do think Mike Myers in Cat in the Hat was a great <laughs> yes, performance. Cat in the Hat. But that movie yes. really is bad. 
Like, like he, he is the only reason that movie is so entertaining and so watchable because every line of dialogue out of Mike Myers' mouth, whether it's improv or it was actually written in the script, so damn funny. But the movie, when it doesn't shine on Cat in the Hat, is kind of meh. So I do think Mike Myers was great in that movie, but the movie itself was not great. Austin, do you have any other ones you could bring up? God, I'd love to just teach a class on cat in the hat i mean just that movie is a fascinating national treasure <clears throat> so i have a um terrible performance in an amazing movie and this is the one that i always go to okay uh batman begins okay. katie holmes as rachel Dawes. katie holmes okay awful you hated her so you think that that's the reason they they awful. recasted her 100%. I think, well, right. there may have been some underlying things there as well, but I, I honestly believe it did almost ruin the movie for me. And I don't wow. think Katie Holmes is a horrible actress. I, I really don't. She's been good like uh, Logan Lucky. She was pretty good here and there. But man, I just, the line delivery and the lack of chemistry and, and I'm so happy with what's <laughs> going on in the next movie. But yeah, I... Um, Wow, that is always my go-to because when I watch wow. that movie, I'm just like, yeah. and then my wife watches it with me, and she's like, nope, I'm just mm -mm. so yeah, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, Austin. I like that. Let's see if uh, we got any other questions here. Uh, I thought I saw one, and I think I just lost it. Oh, there it is. Uh, we have here so random ass favorite actor mm. and actress. Uh, man. If I had – when I go actor, I think it's really cliche to see, say, like Leonardo DiCaprio. So yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal because I, I – even before he was Mysterio or anything like that, he was yeah. the type of guy – any movie he was in, I had to see just because I thought, I thought I thought he does really great work. Uh, actress, that's going to take me a second to think about, Austin. You have one? Well, I'll go actor. Jake Gyllenhaal is actually my <laughs> Prisoner's <laughs> enemy, Nightcrawler. I'll go a bit different. I'll go Jim Carrey. Um, and not that he's been in the best movies oh, of all yeah, time, right. especially recently, but the guy yeah. can do comedy oh, with yeah. Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. He can do emotion with uh, one of my favorite movies. Well, Truman Show. Absolutely. Oh, Truman Show. Sunshine I love Truman Show. I think is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. And I just, I grew up and everybody's like, I had that personality in high school, and they're like, Dude, Jim Carrey, you're Jim Carrey. And I'm like, oh, Carrey, I just love Jim Carrey. So that is my choice for actor. i got to think about actress, though. Let's yeah, that's a hard one to pick. There are a lot of good ones, but it's like, I do I have one where it's like, wherever she shows up, I go like, I, I really like Kristen Wiig. I like uh, I like Charlie yeah. Sterone. Uh Kate McKinnon can be hit or miss sometimes. <laughs> like, Sometimes she really exaggerates the characters she play, but I do find her very funny. Um, but I don't know. Like I was just—I'm not that big of a Jennifer Lawrence fan. Are you, Austin? I, I like Jennifer Lawrence, but I, I mean I like her, her, but I like. Yeah. I don't. I didn't get the hype when she was like really blowing up. You know what I mean? When a lot of people were just like all over her. She's tough. I, I mean, Alicia Vikander comes to mind. Just ex mafia, oh, and I I really enjoy her in Man from Uncle and some of these random films, but I'm, I'm looking for that actress. I know I'm forgetting someone. Um, I'll probably have to come back. To, I, I know I'm forgetting a name that I just recently yeah. talked about to my wife, but I, I, I'll think of her before we stop. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we'll end it off here on this question. Ask what movie are you upset that got pushed back till next year? Mine's is Fast Nine. Man, that that is crazy. That Fast Nine got pushed back because I was kind of curious how John Cena is related to Vin Old Diesel. <laughs> um, so the one I think I would have gone with a uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife because I was really looking forward to Ghostbusters Afterlife. I want to see that so bad, especially knowing that they do have the crew back and there might be suiting up at that final battle. I'm just thinking about what where that's headed. And even uh, Dan Aykroyd was talking about how they there are planting seeds for sequels in that. And it's like I just want a good Ghostbusters universe. What do you what about you, Austin? What movie got you upset that moved to next year? I know it's just a few months, but Eternals was my number three of the year, Eternals, most anticipated. Okay. And uh, I, I just, I'm really bummed out we're not going to get to see that. Uh, yeah, that it it would be, if Dune moves, it will be Dune. I don't think it it's going to move. But uh, as of right now, Eternals, it has to be. And, oh, and, and favorite actress is Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Oh, there you go. You're right. It's Scarlett Johansson, dude. Uh, Marriage Story, Black right. Widow, the MCU, uh, Lost in Translation. My oh, not, well, now that you said that, that triggered me thinking about um, Emma Stone. I, oh. I really love what she does, Emma Stone. That's a good one, too. Now they're all coming to my mind. <laughs> no, no, me too. I'm thinking about them. But, uh, yeah, so, so Ghostbusters Afterlife for me, and you said uh, Eternals for you. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. wait to see what happens in that, but We'll have to wait and see, guys. That is all the things we had to talk about today on Film Strippers. Make sure you hit that like button if you made it this far. Subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be trying to do these more weekly, guys. Things have just been getting hectic. But you guys can find me at youtube.com slash 3cfilms or at 3cfilmreview on Twitter. Austin, where can the good people find you? Austin Burke on YouTube and Letterboxd, uh, at the Burkinator on Twitter and Instagram, and obviously the audio feed. We just did a little bit of a spoiler review. I'm, I'm doing the Netflix oh, yeah. stuff, so we talked about <laughs> the Babysitter's Club, and we're going to be doing many more spoiler reviews when we start getting many yes. more movies on this channel, man. That's one of my favorite things that we do, so we appreciate yeah. you guys joining us today. Awesome. So we will catch you guys on the next one.